The Word says we're called to make disciples. We're growing in the Word of God. Jesus Christ was sent to be our Saviour. This is the Bromley Town Church Podcast. We pray God speaks to you through this message, blessing you as you live out God's Word. Stream or download other sermon podcasts via the Bromley Town Church website or by using the SoundCloud app. Head over to BromleyTownChurch.com. It's interesting morning because we've obviously had this theme about the hospital and about how much God cares for our physical well-being and how... Obviously, with a hospital, that can really help to assist people. You know, Dr. Toussaint, the, the people who are here who've gone now, so I can talk about them. Because, <laughs> okay, so I don't mean that nastily, okay? I mean, in a positive way. Uh, they do an incredible work. They're just a humble people, and because they can't speak our language very well, you've got no real connection, and in many ways, they don't understand what we're saying. Dr. Toussaint... He uh, obviously is medical director, but he has a particular uh, help for helping children. And uh, you know that there was the earthquake in Haiti many years ago. In fact, that earthquake was a terrible thing upon the land, but was also an incredible blessing because in a strange way, when people like us see the awfulness of what happens, it causes us to say, hey, how can we help? And because of that awful situation, a lot of finances were sent out to Haiti which actually enabled the work to carry on. But a week after that awful situation, uh, Dr. Tucson lost his own daughter through a mudslide. And so he knows the pain of what it is to lose a little one. And that drives him forward to be able to help so many other people. But that's on the physical well-being. These people are helping people through the gifts that God has given them for helping other people's bodies get better and helping babies be born safely and helping overcome many situations which would not have been overcome. But we've come into a church this morning, which isn't this building. We've come amongst the people of God, people who have found not just physical healing in hospitals and things like that, but people who have found that God heals our spirits and our souls. And we're just a group of ordinary people in this place. You look around, some of the people might look a little bit more extraordinary than ordinary. I don't know. It's just a, look, Stuart's got his hands, two hands up. So that's because of what he's observed, not because of what he is. <laughs> we come to this place and we have found that God, who sometimes seems to be so far away from us, so other, but the God who has created all things, he is alive and he is here to help us today. Do you know this? God has not abandoned you. Sometimes you feel that God seems to be so different and so distant, but God has not abandoned you. God wants to declare to everybody in this room, no matter if you think you are the greatest and the worst sinner that there has ever been, he wants to declare to you that he loves you and that he desires to have a relationship with you. He sent his son, his one and only Son. Our God knows what it is to give up something that is so precious to Him. He gave up His Son and sent Him to earth that He would die for the sin of the whole world. Jesus came to put people right with God. And it is through that death of Jesus on the cross, but not only dying, in dying He became a perfect sacrifice that would be sufficient 
to pay the price before God of all the sin that we have ever committed. So his death on the cross was as a sacrifice to God, to appease the wrath of God against sin. That's what Jesus came to do. But he didn't stay on a cross or get laid in a tomb and forgotten, and that became a memorial for the rest of time. Jesus Christ rose again from the dead. He is alive today so that he can help us. This is important. It's not just the story of the cross, that he died for our sins. That is great, but he didn't stay dead. God is alive today, and he can help you today. Even though you think, well, where is this God? Do you know what the Bible says? The Bible says that none of us have an excuse not to know God. Because all around us in creation is displayed clearly that God is alive and that he is here to help us. You've only got to get up early, or not so early these days because the sun is coming up early. But you see the sunrise as it comes up. And you, all of us, well, how wonderful that is. How magnificent. The colors of the dawn. Or even the opposite, when the sun is going down, we're talking about what a wonderful sunset. Did you see those oranges, those purples, those blues, the different colors that we see in the sky? We are in awe of those things. That is God declaring, I'm here for you. I want to make myself known to every one of you. When we go to and see the flowers and the trees as they're coming up now, the trees displaying their leaves, the awesome greenness that suddenly comes upon us. But it's not just one color green. There's thousands of hues of green that we see around us. And the new life that is all about us, it brings joy to our hearts as we feel that lift from the darkness, as it were, of winter. And we come into spring, but this is God declaring, I am alive, I am here, and I love you. And that God who declares those things is the God who wants to make himself known to each one of us. We're going to come to a time in our service where we're going to have a, a baptism. And we're going to open up the baptistry, which is here, and there's water underneath. There's a, a few things I have to say about the water, but I'll come to that a bit later. First of all, it's wet. Okay, that's what you need to know. <laughs> Secondly, it's cold. That's the, that's the thing I've got to sort out. We have a baptistry, and what we do is for people who have said, okay, I recognized in my life there was a bit of a mess. There was stuff that was wrong. I didn't have the peace of knowing that God had forgiven me. And Annie, who's going to give testimony in a moment, has come to that point where she has known that God has forgiven her of her sins. And according to the Bible, this is what Jesus did. Jesus himself was baptized because he said, I want people to be baptized to come into the family of believers. To, this is the way. I want them to make a public statement of the fact that they're following after me. And that's what Annie is going to do this morning. She's going to come into this water, and she's going to go into the water and be baptized. To be baptized means you go under the water and you come out again. But going under the water and coming out again is showing a symbol that we are with Jesus. What did Jesus do? He went to death, and he rose again. And there's a sense in which whoever comes into the water of baptism, they go into death. Because I've said it before, and i say it again, but if we hold them under the water... Guess what happens to them? They die because there's no oxygen and they, 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 they will physically die. So it's like that they are being put to death. The old life, the way I used to live, I'm now putting that to death. But just like Jesus who is alive today. So they're pulled up out of the water and we do it quickly by the way. Very quickly today because of the water temperature. 
very quickly, she's going to come back out of the water, showing that she is coming back to live for Jesus, to live a new life. It's not a life about, look, I'm going to get everything perfect. I'm never going to make a mistake. I'm never going to say a wrong word. It's not saying that. But it is saying, with the help of Jesus Christ, I'm not going to live the way I used to live. I'm not going to think the same things. I'm not going to behave in the same way. I'm now lining myself up to live the way that God wants us to live. And you know what? When people live the way that God wants them to live, there becomes an amazing transformation of the people around them. Because the way that God wants us to live is a way of love, a way of peace, a way of hope. And the attributes that God brings into our lives are attributes that nobody wants to make laws to get rid of them. We don't ever make laws to say, we want to stop love in this world. We want to stop kindness. It's the opposite. We want to make laws to say, pray. we want more love. We want more peace. We want more kindness. We want more of the presence of God in this world because God's presence changes everything. And so this is symbolizing death to an old life and rising again to a new life. This isn't saying I'm perfect. This is saying I'm not perfect. I need Jesus. That's what this is saying. And this is saying that as I come out of here, I'm still not perfect, but by Jesus' help, I'm being made perfect. But that process doesn't finish until we finally go to be with him. Because the reason that we want to follow Jesus is that we want to know peace in this earth, but we want the security that only he can bring, that we will find peace with him when we come to the end of our lives here on this earth. As we believe that this is not just it. This is just the 70... 80 or, if we are very blessed, maybe 90 years here on this earth. But after that, we face God. And we need to have the ability to stay before, stand before him and to say, it's not because of what I have done that I should come into heaven. But it's because I'm trusting in what your son has done that you will allow me into your heaven. So this morning, we're going to celebrate together uh, this baptism. But before we do that, we're just going to hear from Annie, a testimony. So Annie, you, do you feel able to come and stand up here? Yeah. We won't have the song. You needn't sing today, okay? <laughs> just have the testimony. Yes. Yes, thank you. Hello. Hi. Um, I'm Annie. Uh, I'm quite nervous and I'm actually quite emotional, especially after hearing about all the amazing work in Haiti today. Um, and I've had quite a lot of coffee this morning. So uh, please just bear with me. Um, so I've been asked to say a few words before I get baptised. Um, I've tried to keep them short and sweet, but I think I might have failed a little bit. But I'm the only person, so, you know, can, can take my time. Thanks, Mark. So I'm, I would say I'm a relatively new Christian, and the word Christian itself is still something that I struggle to get my head around at times, probably because it conjures up images of double denim and I love Jesus t-shirts, probably from um, all those stony holidays in the 90s, but um, things have moved on, so that's good. Uh, I grew up in church, and a lot of the time in this church... But I feel that faith is a decision that you come to on your own. And as I grew older, I went off, did my own thing in life, which didn't include God or the church in any way. Um, and I had some good times, I had some bad times, um, but I grew into an adult away from God. 
And by the time I was in my mid-twenties, I had um, a job I enjoyed. I was on the housing ladder, which is, you know, very difficult when you're in your twenties. Um, I had and still have amazingly supportive friends and family, some of whom are here this morning. Um, so I had, I had those good things in my life and a, a lovely partner. But I started getting this thought or kind of like a feeling in the back of my mind um, that was, if I've got everything I'm supposed to have and I've done everything I'm supposed to have done by this point in my life, why do I still feel like something's missing? Um, but life is very busy for us all, so I found this thought fairly easy to push to the back of my mind, but it was always still there, kind of churning away in the background. Um, so it caused me to think maybe I should get a different job, try a new hobby, lose weight. It caused me to put um, pressure on my relationship, thinking maybe I'm not happy because every day with my now husband, Alex, isn't like life in a romantic comedy. And if, if you know Alex, which some of you do, you'll find it hilarious that I could even entertain the idea that it could be. But there you go. Um, quite high, unreasonable expectations there. And then one day, having pushed that feeling to the back of my mind for quite some time, something just popped into my head um, really clear. And it was the Bible story from Sunday school the one about the man who builds his house on the rock and then the other man who builds his house on the sand and then there's a storm and we know who comes off best. And at that moment, I don't know why that just came into my head, but I knew that or I felt that I was building my life on the sand um, and putting my trust in things that were unstable like um, relationships with other people or thinking about what others thought of me on having a house or nights out on holidays on a career. And, you know, none of those things are bad things, but I felt that they also shouldn't be the focus of my whole life or kind of at the root of what I was searching for. So, and it's funny actually, because this morning we're doing a course in our life group with uh, Rick Warren. And he actually said the other day, it's about reading the Bible. And he said that you shouldn't just flick through the Bible randomly and go, there. Apparently, that's not a very good way of doing it, but I do that quite a lot. And this morning, I just sat, I was waiting to be picked up, and I did that. And the, that passage about the, the men building their houses came up, um, which was, was pretty amazing. So it just kind of feel like I've come full circle from that moment, really. Um, so anyway... Not long after that moment, I was helping at a fundraiser for Curry Union, um, which is something that I help out with, um, Curry Union here at the church. And although I wasn't a Christian or going to church, I was regularly around Christians at that time in my life, like my lovely fellow Curry Union volunteers, um, obviously my, my family at home, um, and my friend, my good friend Louise. Um, and being around all these people started to make me think, well, they seem happy and maybe it wouldn't be too bad to explore what they felt helped them. So I was helping out at this Curry Union fundraiser and two people were talking about um, doing the Alpha course, which is, I think it's like an eight-week course um, where you just learn about the Christian faith. And as I'd been brought up in the Christian faith, I thought, well, it'd be quite good to come back as an adult and see what that was all about. Um, so 
I can't, they said it had been good and I thought there'd be nothing to lose by giving it a try. So a month or so later, I'd signed up for the course and I was sitting outside this church in my car. I felt quite sick and um, waiting to go in. And thanks, Mark. And I was thinking, um, what am I doing here? Alex was convinced I was joining a cult. Um, and he still does, really, actually, which is a shame, but there you go. Um, but I found the courage to go in, and I was surprised to find that I had a really good night. The people were very normal and fine. Um, no I Love Jesus t-shirts. So I went back the next week and the week after that, and I found that a lot of what we talked about really made sense. I think the outside world can see Christianity as very judgmental, as pointing the finger at them. Um, and I, I ca- I'd come to view it in the same way over time. Um, but doing the Alpha course helped me to see that at the very core of the Christian faith, it's about love and acceptance and serving others, which I think, you know, the, the, what we've seen about Haiti this morning just really shows that it's just about serving people and loving our community and treating people well, which sometimes I think Christianity doesn't get that view from the outside. So recently I've done a second Alpha course and I got even more from it the second time around and I've started coming here to this church regularly and praying and trying to build my own relationship with God and some wonderful things have happened. For a start I'm now married and before coming to the Christian faith that's something that I would never have thought would have happened. I definitely wouldn't have bet good money on it. so, so that's something that's changed in my life for the better. Um, and this might be a strange thing to say before you get baptised, but I don't know 100% that God is real and that Jesus is any more than just a man that was alive 2,000 years ago. But I've made the choice to believe and have faith. And this has given me so much hope for the future and just a, a better outlook on life a better direction to live my life, and so um, I'm trying to go with it. I've um denied a lot about this decision to get baptised today. Um, Jonathan was just saying about kind of perfect Christian. I'm not a perfect Christian. I know no one is, but probably we all sometimes feel we know someone pretty close to perfect, or at least closer than we are, like Mother Teresa or Pastor Jonathan and Helen. Um, (laughs) So... I felt that I wasn't good enough to get baptised and um, I know the Christian faith is a journey that's ongoing but um, I was looking at the Bible yesterday and it says in Acts, Paul, someone who was so far from God that he was actually actively persecuting Christians, he heard the call of Jesus and once he'd gone to Damascus, Ananias said to him, and now what are you waiting for? Get up. Be baptized, wash your sins away, calling on his name. So it was a simple direction given to Paul, someone who was far from perfect. So today I'm doing the same and and making this decision based on my faith. And I just want to thank everybody for being here. Um, I found this church family really loving and supportive and caring. So, yeah, that's it now. Now I'm going to take the plunge. Uh, if we could have the band back, that would be great. Um, we're just going to ha- uh, sing another song, and the people who are going to be baptizing and uh, being baptized and who are baptizing, they can just get ready so that we know 
we're all ready and we're going to move these covers in a moment or two. And also we're going to have the children are going to come downstairs from upstairs. There's going to be a few things going on at this moment in time. Uh, Annie was just talking about that sense of like, you know, I'm stepping out in faith. Okay, now some of you might be thinking, oh, what is this? She's not saying exactly the right words. Or Faith is trust in believing in God. We can't see him, but I can guarantee you, you can sense him and, his, and he will come and he will speak to you and he will do things to you. If you look through the Bible, you will see the greatest prophets, they had relationship with God, but God spoke to them specifically, not every day, because it's not recorded every day, and God said this, and Elijah went and did it. And then two years later, God says something else and he goes and does it. So God moves at times over seasons. But we can know and experience God day by day. Sometimes those are days when we literally are walking by faith. When we're taking hold of saying, God, I don't feel as though you're near me today. But because you are the creator of all things, I am going to trust in you. That's faith. Faith. We exercise faith in lots of things, but we don't always realize it. We trust in the chair that it's going to hold us up. Oh, I don't think about that. But trusting in God is making a conscious decision. This is what I'm going to do, and I'm going to stay with it. And you know what Paul tells us? He says that his gospel was about repentance. We have to say we're sorry. Turning to God. Actually, God, where are you? Right, I'm going to see you. I'm going to remember the things of creation. I've turned to you. I'm making myself look to you and living by faith. And you know what? That's what Christians are told to do day by day, to live by faith, to look towards God, to trust in him in, for his goodness and his kindness and to receive him into our lives day by day. That's what we're called to do. Let's stand together and let's sing with the worship. See that this is ministry. And so we know that Annie loves Jesus, but we can be well assured that as she follows the example of Jesus into the water and up again as that new creation that she already knows she is, that God will do the same, that he will come upon her with his Holy Spirit. However, however, however you sense that or if you don't, that's, that's what happened. That's what baptism's about. This is a supernatural experience. Otherwise, it's just a wet one, and usually it's a wet one and it's warm, but actually it'll be a wet one and it's cold, and we'll just look a bit silly and very shivery. But it isn't. We don't do this because it's a physical experience. We do it because it's a supernatural, spiritual experience that will, that will change the world through you, because Jesus will move through you. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> So, so feel for us in the water, but it's, it's going to be very special. Um, I'm going to get your mum to pray first, and then I'm going to ask you the three questions that everybody who's been baptised to is going, yes, and then we will get in the water, and then we will pray for the Spirit to come, and then we'll jump out. Okay. Okay. Um, last week, we weren't in church. We were at, up in London at the marathon, cheering on Annie's husband, Alex, as he was running, and thank you so much for your prayers. Today, we're here cheering Annie on with all the angels in heaven. And I, I couldn't be, or my husband and I couldn't be more proud of our daughter today. Um, so we're just going to pray now for Annie. Father God, I just thank you that you have always been with Annie, 
but I thank you so much that during this last year that you have um, spoken so much into her life, Lord, that you have caused her to have this sure and certain knowledge of you, Father, and that today she is being obedient to be baptised, Lord, just as you did, just as Claire said. And Father, I just think of, of Annie, Lord, and we all do, that she just shines this amazing light. Lord, we have already see her light up church this morning as she's spoken, Lord, and she goes into some very dark places in her work, very difficult people, Lord, that she has to deal with in difficult circumstances, Father. And yet she goes gladly with such compassion, Father. And I just pray that you will continue to use her with that, Lord, and that she will bring such hope into the lives of the people that she seeks to serve, Lord, and such inspiration to the people that around her, the people she works with, the people she meets up with, Lord, that they will just see you in her, Lord Jesus, and that they will just have to praise you, Lord, that they will see you, and Lord, that they might be drawn to that light, Father. So I just pray that you will bless her today and just fill her with your Holy Spirit to do your work for the rest of her life. Thank you. Thank you so much for her, Lord. Bless her. Amen. Annie, have you put your trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Do you accept Jesus Christ as the Lord of your life? Are you willing to live your life for him? Think. <laughs> oh, in the water. Okay. Oh, I'll give you a Do you want a hand? Ready? Ready, set, Smile. go. Smile. Oh no, look at his face. <laughs> 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 Okay. Okay. It's fine. Chill. It's, it's cold, but shh. Annie, having heard your profession of faith in Jesus Christ, we're now baptizing you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Lord. Father, we just want to thank you for this wonderful time. Uh, we thank you for this time of obedience. Lord, our prayer is that you will fill Annie with your spirit. Father, fill Annie with your Holy Spirit. Let her experience you in a new and tremendous way. Father, let your hands be on her strongly. Help her through the walk of faith. But more importantly, Father, we pray that she will have a sense of your presence, a sense of your Holy Spirit. 
so that she can be assured in her heart and in her spirit that you are with her in all things, everywhere she goes, that your presence is with her. Holy Spirit, come. Come, Holy Spirit. Come upon her. Come, Holy Spirit, we pray. We ask you to come and to feel her and to clothe her and to surround her all the days of her life. We release her into your hands. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Yes, this is luxurious. You see that it's uh, one size fits all, but that's okay. That's okay. It's just to help get a bit of warmth there. Now, usually we just have an opportunity, if there's one or two people who just have a word or something from God that they'd like to share uh, to Annie, uh, um, we just want to give that opportunity. So I know we'd usually do this in the water, but if there's anybody who just wants to share a scripture or they feel that God has laid something on their heart, we'll just have two or three of you. Um, Louise, I'll start off with you. Thank you. Um, I also wrote this down because I thought I'd be emotional. Um, I just wanted to say, to be here by your side of you today is just not coincidence. And we started our walk together here in this place as two little ones. And to be back here at Bromley Town Church and witnessing this and you being baptised through both of our journeys, taking lefts and rights is just truly amazing. And really, what it means doesn't mean like what you were saying that we have it down doing this today and I completely understand that you were so nervous about doing this because I was exactly in your same place and it's about taking a stance and saying actually I'm not perfect and I just want to declare that to people and the fact that you did that so openly and so honestly in front of us all is just such a testimony to us. So this is a script that I have for you. Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because of Jesus Christ, our Lord, has done for us. Because of our faith, Christ has brought us to a place of undeserved privilege where we now stand. We have confidently and joyfully looked forward to sharing God's glory. We can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance, and endurance develops strength of character, and character strengthens our confident, confident hope of salvation. And this hope will not lead to disappointment, for we know how dearly God loves us, because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. That's Romans 5, 1 to 5. Is there anybody else that would like to just share something? Over there. Um... Every time I speak in this church, I get emotional. <laughs> On our way to church, we were thinking, gosh, we have known you for 25 years. So our past is that Angie and I, our children, our boys, went to Keston School together. And um, we then met Annie and Louise and Annie then became friends. And um, 
Annie, I would always say, has been very strong-willed. Will always do what she wants because she knows her mind. And um, I believe God's really going to use you in that, Annie. And the, the strength that you have in your character, God's going to use for his glory. And I know you feel a bit like, oh gosh, you know, now I'm a Christian, I'm going to do these things. God will give you the strength to do it. And already you're shining for him. So I also believe God is giving you a voice for those who don't have a voice. So the people that you look after and speak to who are vulnerable and we don't know what God's got in the future for you, but God will strengthen you. And so that the strong will you've had in the past will be God's strength in you for the future. I just got this little reading here. I've written it in your card, actually, but this is from Ephesians. And uh, it's Ephesians 2 verse 8, which is God saved you by his grace when you believed. And you can't take credit for this. It's a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we've done. None of us can boast about it, for we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. And God has big plans for your life. So we just we all pray and cover you in prayer as you step forward with the Holy Spirit, because it's not on your own, it's with God's Holy Spirit. Okay, bless you. Hi, Annie. I felt really led to just speak on behalf of our Thursday group um, and share the, the scripture that we kind of unpacked um, I'll read it the same way that Uncle Rick does as well let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your heart and I think you were speaking about all the things you know work and career and everything that you've you know you're proud of and happy to have achieved but something was still missing and just the, the decision that you've made today that um, you know all of us that we you know meet on a Thursday that we're, we're standing with you and um, we're just so happy that you've made this decision. And, um, you know, just let the peace that only comes from Christ rule in your heart. So, thank you and welcome. Bless you. Bless you. Folks, you can go and get... Oh, you want to say something? <laughs> no, I just wanted to say, because um, we're on the new christening course together. And then the Alpha later. And, um, and sometimes as a, as a Christian, sometimes you don't see the growth in your own walk. But I could see the difference from being on the Nick Christian course to now hosting Alpha. And, um, and I just want to encourage you, because uh, you're a great in the Alpha program. Um, and I think Jan's right, God's going to use you. Um, just open yourself to him, and uh, he'll, he'll do great things through you. Okay? Thank Amen. Only a quickie. Um, it's a, a, a verse that we all know in this church. We've adopted it ourselves often, but I just wanted to read it with you. It's uh, Hebrews 12. Therefore, since we, and particularly you, are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders. And you've thrown a lot off today. And the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance. The race marked out for us. Mum was saying that, you know, Alex was running last week. And you've started running this one. And my prayer for him is 
uh, one I prayed once, that he will run hard enough to catch you up. And I declare that, that he will, as already a runner, will have to run hard to catch you, but he will catch you in the Christian race. Let us all fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Bless you guys. You, you can go out and get uh, changed if you'd like to, because that would just get you warm. We just, thank you. Thank you. We, we are just going to sing one, one last uh, worship song together. Just before we do that, I want to say that if you are here for the first time, or maybe not for the first time, but if you're here, and as you've been listening to the testimony that's been given, you are thinking like, I want to know more about Jesus. I want to know what this Jesus can do for me, what the life uh, the Bible talks about is all about. Uh, in one sense, I haven't got time to go through all of it. We'd be here for hours, which would be great, but no, I don't think so. But I've got these little packs, which are response packs. And these are giving, A, some information about what it is to become a Christian. But if you'd like to know more about coming to know Jesus and actually experiencing the life that Jesus can give to you, then I want you to take one of these. They will be on the uh, table at the back. And take one of those and speak to one of the people on the table because they want to pray with you. Because we want to pray with you that you would receive Jesus, that you would, we want to stand with you to encourage you in your journey. If you have any questions, you think like, well, I don't even know whether I'm ready to take a pack, but I want to have some more questions answered, then we just want to stand with you and help you in that. And so would you please just go to the desk at the back after the service and when we can actually talk to you and help you a little bit more as far as that's concerned. Also, I want to encourage anybody... Believers get baptized. And if you're a believer in Jesus Christ and you're not baptized, uh, he said it, not me. Why not? Exactly. Why not? Jesus said you want to get belie you believe and then you get baptized. And we want to have more services like this where we have testimony of people who are talking about how they got baptized. So again, if you have put your faith in Jesus Christ and you're trusting in him, but you've not yet been baptized, then please do speak to us because we want to encourage you so that you also might be baptized at a service like this. Guys, if you could actually get the, the boards in, we're going to do that. Everybody else, let's stand up and the band is going to lead us in a 